This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello everyone, welcome to the Super Bowl 58 prop extravaganza episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. If you missed last week's episode, I broke down my favorite side and total bet for Super Bowl 58. This week, uh, just days away from opening kick on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, I'm going to be going through my favorite prop bets. Um, I have, I think, just under 30. I think 28 or 29 prop bets uh, locked in for this game. They're on anything from, you know, player performance in the game to final score prediction to my pick for heads or tails um, to Gatorade color to some other exotic halftime uh, prop bets. Um, So how I'm going to do this week's show is I have three prop bets uh, that I consider my very best prop bets. These are the prop bets that I'm betting a full unit on and I uh, have tracked in my bet stamp account and will go on my official record. The other 25, 26 or so prop bets, I'm betting very small on. Um, I don't feel as confident on them as I do as my top three. And I'll be betting anywhere from uh, like quarter of a unit down to even like a tenth of a unit on these other plays. And then maybe even a little bit less for some crazy bets like the exact score prediction one. Um, So that's how I'm going to treat it. Uh, Those will not go on my official record. Those are just completely for fun because uh, the the degenerate that I am, I just like to bet uh, place as many bets as possible uh, on the Super Bowl. So I think I have just under 30 bets locked in. If you want my best side in total, uh, go ahead and listen to last week's episode, which I thought was going to be a short one. I mean, how long could it be just giving out a side and a total on one single game? It ended up being like a 40-minute long episode. Uh, I'm gonna try This week's episode, I hope, is going to be shorter. Um, these picks, uh, I don't have as many rants related to them as, as what I had about uh, the side and the total. I, I'm... Probably not as passionate about these props as I was, uh, especially uh, which side I was backing last week. But regardless, um, I'm going to get through these. Uh, I have nothing else to go over. It is Super Bowl week. Just a few days until kickoff. Um, After the Super Bowl, the next episode of this podcast is probably going to be for the conference tournament week for college basketball, uh, which I always like to give out my predictions for that. Um, which will be what start of March. It'll probably be about another month before another episode of this podcast, but I am doing a weekly show green on the greens myself and Cody Williams giving out our golf picks for each week. The first episode was earlier today on Tuesday, and you can check that out on the bet sided YouTube page or the bet sided Twitch page. Uh, I don't think an audio version of that is being uploaded. So if you want my golf picks, check out that. And I'm also going to be live streaming on Twitch and YouTube on my own, um, my own accounts, um, the week after the, not, not the, direct week after the week after the week after the super bowl uh, i'm gonna start going live at 6 p.m eastern give out some of my best bets right before uh puck drop and tip off of basketball and hockey action uh so keep an eye out for that but for a couple of days right after the super bowl uh i'm gonna mostly um go radio silent because uh after what's this 21 22 weeks uh, of football and and not really having um many days off uh i i just go i like to go radio silent for a couple days to get my brain uh to make it stop being complete mush 
as you might be able to tell, it's as, it's as mush as mush can get. Uh, also, I interviewed Trevor Lawrence today. Um, you'll be able to check out that interview uh, sometime Wednesday. It's probably going to go up on the Stack in the Box YouTube page. All right, let's get into it. I got almost 30 prop bets to go through. Um, so this is, the la- this is the last Bacon Bets podcast episode of the football season. It's sad. We've come a long way. Thank you all for joining me on this journey. Um, but the next football season is going to get here before we know it. Let's get into it. It is the prop extravaganza episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Let's go. No, Lisa. The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. More bacon than the pan can handle. 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 All right, let's get into it. As I said at the start of the episode, these first three prop bets are my very best top three uh, prop bets for the Super Bowl after that. Um, and these are the three that I've officially tracked on my bet stamp account. After that, all my bets after that are mostly for fun. I have some reasoning to back them up, of course. Um, but the ones that I'm kind of putting my reputation on are the following three. Starting off, with Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards uh, available as of Tuesday night at FanDuel at minus 108, I believe is the best odds you're going to be able to find that. I think points bet has over 10 and a half at minus 140. I do not want to lay minus 140 juice though. I'll take the minus 108 on 12 and a half, which I think is available. Uh, let me double check. Yes, it is over at FanDuel. Um, Brock Purdy, if you've kind of been watching the playoffs, he's kind of, um, revealed, uh, his inner scrambler, uh, ran for 14 yards against the Packers in the divisional round, ran for 48 yards against the Lions in the NFC championship game. Um, and I think, I think he's kind of unlocked that part of himself. I, th- I think he's uh, a little bit uh, more athletic than we were all kind of led to believe. And with how good the Chiefs' uh, pass defense is, once again, you know, top five and just about every single pass defense uh, metric you want to look at, I think there's going to be plenty of times where he's going to drop back and not find a receiver open. And when that happens, especially with this being the Super Bowl, especially with, you know, I mean, there's nothing else to stay healthy for, um, he's going to take off and run. I have another bet later that's going to be Patrick Mahomes related as well. Um, but when it comes to the Super Bowl, and we've seen it time and time again, obviously there, there's the famous John Elway clip uh, when he won his f- first Super Bowl diving head first and then getting spun around like a windmill. Uh, these guys aren't going to slide. They're going to fight tooth and nail for every single inch uh, when they're running the football, even though they're quarterbacks and they shouldn't be getting hurt. But we're not talking about a Week 7 matchup in October or November. I don't know when Week 7 would fall. Uh, October. We are talking about the Super Bowl. So 12 and a half, pretty low total for a guy who's gone over this in both his playoff games this year and soared over it in the NFC Championship. So I'll take Brock Purdy over 12 and a half, 12 and a half rushing yards, minus 108 for my first best prop for Super Bowl 58. Uh, next one is a kicking prop. I love kicker props. I don't know what it is about prop bets when it comes to kickers, but it gets me fired up, and it seems like I always have some kind of kicking prop for the Super Bowl. Uh, this one I love. It is Harrison Butker over seven and a half kicking points. Uh, the Chiefs, um, one weakness of the Chiefs, uh, which not a, I don't think a lot of people have been talking about because they didn't really show it in the first two playoff games or first three playoff games that they played this season, 
uh, is their red zone offense. The red zone offense struggled in the regular season, just 19th in the NFL and red zone touchdown scoring percentage, scoring a touchdown on only 52.7% of their red zone trips. Um, and as a result, Harrison Butker has had a busy season. Uh, he's averaging 2.0 field goals per game. Uh, so for over seven and a half field goals, obviously there's several different ways that he could get it. The two most obvious would be two made field goals and two extra points or three field goals and he's there. Um, yeah, so even though I'm taking the 49ers in the under, I think there's going to be enough opportunities for Bucker to kick a couple field goals and to get within striking distance of this prop bet. And we're getting it at plus 110. I see that that's cut off in my graphic here. Let me just get rid of Bucker so we can see the whole thing. Plus 110, that is at Caesars Sportsbook uh, for, for the best odds for Harrison Bucker over seven and a half kicking points. Um, if I were to put one kind of area that does concern me is the 49ers bad as the chiefs red zone offense has been the 49ers red zone defense actually hasn't been great this year so um i am hoping they step up a little bit and force kansas city to kick uh, a couple of field goals at least in this one but at plus money i like this if you're looking for a field goal kicker prop harrison butker over seven and a half kicking points and i wrote in this graphic kicks points we're off to a wonderful start over at seven and a half kicking points plus 110 my final best prop bet for Super Bowl 58 um, is Nick Bosa under 0.5 sacks. This is a weird one, but I actually like this one quite a bit. It's at minus 114. Now, shop around a little bit because FanDuel has it my, or under 0.25. Bet Rivers has it at 0.5. So if he gets half a sack, and it's actually better juice at Bet Rivers, half a sack, I assume that would be a push. Uh, whereas it would be a loss for under 0.25. So shop around a bit for this one. This uh, under half at minus 114, I got a bet Rivers. Um, but Nick Bosa's productivity when it comes to sacks this season has actually been down. Uh, he had, uh, I believe it was 18 sacks last year, only 10 and a half sacks in 17 regular season games. He then, I believe, got two sacks against the Packers and I think none against the Lions. Um, in the playoffs, so he did get a couple of sacks in the playoffs, but the regular season, only 10.5 sacks in 17 games, and now he takes on a Chiefs offensive line, which is one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, and also one of the best pass-protecting offensive lines in the NFL. Patrick Holmes only got sacked 1.5 times per game this season, and it seems like in the playoffs, he's damn near impossible to take down. So we have Nick Bosa on a relatively down year um, based on his uh, history. I mean, still 10.5 sacks isn't terrible. I'd love to have a pass rusher on the Falcons with 10 and a half sacks. Uh, but he's not, he actually hasn't been playing as well when it comes to sacking the quarterback as he has in years past. So uh, I'm going to go under 0.5 sacks for Nick Bosa. Also, and this is going to relate to a prop I've later on. Um, I think the chiefs are going to run the ball a little bit more um, than what people expect in the playoffs. They've run the ball on almost 50% of their plays. I think 46% of their plays way up uh, compared to their uh, regular season run play percentage. So, um, obviously if they run the ball more often, that's fewer dropbacks, fewer dropbacks mean fewer opportunities to get sacked. So there we go. Those are my three best prop bets for Super Bowl 58. I got Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards, Harrison Butker, uh, over seven and a half kicking points and Nick Bosa under half a sack. Those are my best props. Those I've bet a full unit on and those I have been, I've tracked into my bet stamp account. These other ones I consider fun bets, uh, as little, as a tenth of a unit, um, up to a quarter of a unit, I will not be tracking these. Sewer me, but these are just kind of fun. If I was 
betting to try to make money, I would only bet these first three. But I'm not. I'm a degenerate. I'm going to bet place a ton of bets for the Super Bowl. So these are the ones that I have placed, and they're all between a quarter of a unit or a tenth of a unit. Let's start off. Brock Purdy under 245.5 passing yards. Kind of counterintuitive to my 49ers to win the Super Bowl pick, but I have talked about their path to the winning the Super Bowl, and this is not a... Um, a hot take. I think a lot of people who have been handicapping this game would say the same thing. Their path is running the football. Um, if Brock Purdy has to throw the ball early and often against the Chiefs, it's not going to work. And I, I don't think he's going to surpass 245 and a half passing yards, win or lose. Uh, I've talked about how good the Chiefs secondary is. They give up just 5.4 yards per pass attempt and 181.5 passing yards per game this season. Well under the set total for Brock Purdy passing yards. So as much of a Purdy defender as I am, I'm going to take the under on his passing yards. By the way, dry January is officially over. Cheers. I'm going to take a sip of this uh, cheap Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh, $6 wine. Gotta love it. Moving on. Uh, my first touchdown scoring uh, score bet. These are in no particular order, by the way. Most of the exotic ones are near the end. Uh, kind of the further down this list I go, the sillier the prop bets are. My uh, touchdown, my first touchdown score bet is going to be Debo Samuel. Um, I think the great thing about him uh, scoring the first touchdown is he can attack the Chiefs both on the ground and in the air. Um, outside of McCaffrey, is the biggest game change changer for the 49ers. Um, and he should be completely healthy now. Two weeks off from, from the last game. I know, obviously, he played in the NFC Championship, but he was still probably hurting a little bit. Uh, now he's got to be completely healthy. I expect the 49ers to use him in their game plan, um, not just through the air, but on the ground as well. And I have another Debo Samuel bet coming up a little bit later. But I will take him as my first touchdown score. I got that at 10-1. to 1. Speaking of first... I'm going to bet on both the Chiefs and the 49ers to score a touchdown on the first drive. Now, this is not one bet. This is two separate bets. This is Chiefs touchdown first drive at plus three, uh, 235 and 49ers first touchdown drive at 2-1. to one. Uh, The Chiefs scripted plays coming out uh, at the start of the game this uh, in these playoffs have been fantastic. I mean, they just marched down the field against the Ravens and scored right away. Couldn't get anything done in the second half, but in the first uh, quarter and their first uh, drive specifically, drove right down the field and scored. Um, and I think they're going to come out hot on their opening drive here as well. Um, and the 49ers averaged 6.1 points per force first quarter this season. They lead the NFL uh, in both third down offense, um, or their third and third down offense, I believe, and, and first and red zone offense. So my thinking here is that if one of the two teams score a touchdown on their first drive, we walk away with a profit. If both score a touchdown on their first drives, we are absolutely laughing. Uh, another defensive one. I know I gave uh, Nick Bosa out. Uh, I gave out under uh, half a sack for Nick Bosa. I'm also going to go Fred Warner over eight and a half combined tackles. Now you got to find this prop specifically because I think some sports books have it as solo tackles. And I think it's at four and a half, but I got combined tackles over eight and a half for Fred Warner. He's averaging 10 tackles per game in the playoffs. He's going to be on his A game to slow down the Chiefs. Uh, I think he'll be flying all over the field. And I think the Chiefs increase in run play percentage uh, is going to mean big things for the 49ers linebackers in terms of their tackle stats as well. So Fred Warner over eight and a half combined tackles. I brought up earlier how uh, I was going to have a 
prop bet related to how often the Chiefs have run the ball lately, and that prop bet is this one. It is Isaiah Pacheco over 16.5 rush attempts. Pretty low number here for Isaiah Pacheco, considering he has ran the ball 24 times in two of the uh, Chiefs' three playoff games. He ran the ball 24 times, I believe, both against the Dolphins and the Ravens. And if it wasn't Dolphins-Ravens, it was Bills-Ravens. I think it was Dolphins-Ravens. He ran the ball 24 times in each of those games. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, through their three playoff games, the Kansas City Chiefs have run the ball on 46.15% of their plays. That's about a 6.5% increase from their regular season average. So they're running the ball more. Isaiah Pacheco has been playing over 70% of the snaps in all of these games. I think if they stay committed to the run game, which would be smart because that is the weakness of the 49ers defense as well, I think Pacheco might smash this total. In fact, if I were to actually make a fourth best prop bet for the Super Bowl, I think it'd be this one, Pacheco over 16.5 rush attempts. I also mentioned that I had another Patrick Mahomes rushing prop bet. I'm not going to take the over on his total rushing yards. I'm going to take the over on his longest rush, being over 12.5 yards. Um, he has had recorded a run of at least 13 yards in 11 of the Chiefs' 20 games this season, including a run of 24 yards and a run of 28 yards in two of their three playoff wins. Um, so we just need him to run once for 13 yards or longer, and that one's a winner. Um, and this goes back to my belief as well. The quarterback's a lot less likely they'll slide or run out of bounds in the playoffs. They will fight tooth and nail to get every yard possible. So Mahomes over, longest rush, over. 12 and a half. I got an anytime touchdown score here for the Chiefs. I took Debo Samuel first touchdown for the 49ers. Anytime touchdown, I'm going to take Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, hauled in that game-sealing touchdown. It wasn't a game-sealing touchdown. Game-sealing catch against the Ravens late in the game. Um, that might give him a little bit of a boost of confidence. Hopefully, he's gotten rid of his dropsies that he's had at times this season. He's still the Chiefs' top deep threat. So if they score on an explosive play, I expect MVS to be on the receiving end of it. Uh, and I got that at 6-1. to one. Uh, MVS, anytime touchdown score. Next up. We're getting pretty niche here. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey to get at least, or to go over three and a half yards on his first rush attempt. So once again, McCaffrey over three and a half yards on his first rush attempt, minus 102. Pretty easy. The Chiefs give up 4.5 yards per carry. Um, so, I mean, if they just give up an average rush the first, in CMC's first rush, and he's certainly averaging over that this season, um, this should be an easy winner, right? If you're looking at the averages, the Christian McCaffrey averages over four yards per carry. The Chiefs give up over four yards per carry. He gets four yards on his first carry. This bet's a win. Maybe that's stupid. Maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but that's the bet I'm going to make. Uh, and I teased as well another Debo Samuel bet. Love this one as well. I think this was bet MGM. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Might have been DraftKings. It's one of those two websites. 
Debo Samuel to record a pass attempt at 10 to 1. Debo Samuel to record a pass attempt. I'm going to see really quick if I can find it because I actually found another book. Debo Samuel to throw a touchdown pass was like plus 450. Um, this was just he has to throw a pass attempt. Um, if you're going to bet on the touchdown score, or not touchdown, sorry, coin toss outcome, do it at DraftKings. They have even money on both sides. Don't lay juice on the coin toss. Um, player specials. Game props. No, no, no. I'm not going to keep looking for this. This is this is bad radio, as they say. Passing. No. It's somewhere. I did find it. It's either DraftKings or BetMGM. I don't know why I can't find it right now. And I'm not signed into my account on my computer or else I'd see the bet itself. If you're really curious, message me on Twitter tomorrow if you can't find it. And I'll do a deeper dive and, and figure out where it is. I'm not signed in my accounts. I can't look at my open bets. I'm not going to search through 800 different Super Bowl bets you can place. It's either DraftKings or BetMGM, though. Uh, Debo Samuel to record a pass attempt at 10-1. to 1. He's already has a pass for t- uh, attempt this season. And they get three pass attempts two years ago. Um, and as we know at the Super Bowl, um, offensive coordinators love to bring out trick plays at the Super Bowl. If Debo Samuel has already thrown a pass attempt, why doesn't he do it again? 10-1 to 1 for Debo to record a pass attempt. Uh, now it's the portion on my prop bets. I have, an, uh, I have an, a correct score for all for first quarter, halftime correct score, and then exact final score. So these bets I've placed uh, a uh, first quarter and first half, I think I did 10% of a unit, and then exact final score, I did 5% of a unit. First quarter correct score, my bet is 7-7. I predict it will be 7-7 after the first quarter. And you can bet that at 10 to 1. Why? I don't know. I think both teams come out of the gate hot. Um, and I will throw a dart on it being 7-7. 7-7 tie after the first quarter. I mean, we're, we're guessing exact scores here, people. I'm not going to have, you know, big brain reasoning for this. First half, first half correct score. Give me Chiefs are going to be winning at the half 17 to 14. So yes, even though the 49 I think the 49ers will come from behind in the second half again at halftime, I will say the Chiefs are winning 17 to 14. You can bet on that and this is way too long for my graphic. Let's see if I can shorten this here. There we go. Uh 60 to 1. Uh I got the Chiefs 17, the 49ers 14. I don't know. I think the Chiefs historically all season have I think they scored like six and a half more points in the first half compared to the second half. I think they take a halftime lead. I think the 49ers might take a little bit of time. Uh they might need a half to kind of really get their legs under them. I'll say 17-14 first half. Exact final score, and this is correct, friends. This is um the script has been leaked to me. I know exactly what the final score will be. The 49ers are gonna win Super Bowl 58 by final score. Of 24 to 20. 49ers win. They cover the spread. The total goes under. 24-20. 49ers final score. 110 to 1. It'll be the easiest 110 to 1 bet you will ever win. Or place. And if this does end up being the final score, I'm gonna clip out, I'm gonna cut out this clip, share it on social media, and you all need to call me the Super Bowl prophet from here on out. 24-20, final score, 49ers Chiefs, 110-1. to 
Now we're getting into some silly props here. Uh, you know what? Actually, before we do that, let's do my Super Bowl MVP picks. Super Bowl MVP picks, and then we'll get into and then we'll get into some silly props. I have two reasonable ones and then two complete long shots. I have Christian McCaffrey to win MVP plus 450. I think the path to victory for the 49ers is running the football or at least getting the ball in McCaffrey's hand uh, as much as humanly possible. I think I'd be shocked. I mean, shocked might be a strong word, but I would be surprised if the 49ers win this game and Brock Purdy's named Super Bowl MVP, to be honest. If that does happen, I will dance on the graves of every person who's been in my Twitter replies the past past month telling me that Sam Darnold's better than Brock Purdy. I will dance on all of your graves, but I'm not going to bet on it. Christian McCaffrey is the path to victory for, for the 49ers, uh, so I will take him to win Super Bowl MVP plus 450. It's not great. It doesn't bode well that a running back hasn't won Super Bowl MVP since 1998 when Terrell, Terrell Davis did it for the Broncos uh, against the Packers. Um, but I think if anyone's, if anyone any year is going to break that trend, it's going to be Christian McCaffrey this year doing it for the San Francisco 49ers or, and now this one's a little bit more of a hot take. My other Super Bowl MVP better, at least one of my first two reasonable ones is Isaiah Pacheco to win Super Bowl MVP. I already talked about how often he's been running the ball lately, 24 carries and two of their three playoff wins. Uh, the weakness of the 49ers defense is the run defense um they gave up 4.3 yards per carry uh if the chiefs just ride isaiah pacheco which i think is possible in this game he's he has a chance of winning super bowl mvp obviously much longer odds on pacheco compared to uh christian mccaffrey you're getting pacheco mvp at 35 to 1 I always like to sprinkle on a couple defensive players to win MVP because it has happened. It's happened, what, two times in the last 10-plus years? Three times in the past 20 years? Uh, so just for funsies, and you can get defensive players at extremely long odds. Um, the, I'm gonna For my chief, I'm going to take Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones is the biggest uh, game disruptor on the Chiefs. Um, and if the Chiefs do get up uh, by a little bit and the 49ers are forced to throw the ball, I think Chris Jones might be able to get a couple sacks. Um, so I'll take him at 140 to 1. 140 to 1, Chris Jones. And this other one for the 49ers, I actually like quite a bit. I've given this out on a couple of, of shows I've done as well. Obviously, Supreme Long Shot, bet like five bucks on it if you want to bet on it. But Fred Warner, Super Bowl MVP at 180 to 1. He's going to be flying all all over the field for the 49ers. Linebackers, I think the lot I think they lost three defensive players to win Super Bowl MVP. It's been two linebackers and a safety, I believe. Uh could be wrong in saying or no, did a corner win? Uh, now now I have to look this up. Um Malcolm Smith is a linebacker. Yeah, so linebacker. Von Miller, linebacker slash pass rusher. So the last two have been linebackers. Fred Warner is a linebacker. And then Dexter Jackson for the Buccaneers, I think, was a safety. Oh, Ray Lewis in 2001, linebacker. Um, and then, yeah, a couple years after that, Dexter Jackson, safety. So dating back to 2001, there's been four defensive players. Three of them have been linebackers. If anyone's going to win on the 49ers, I think it's going to be Fred Warner. He's had a great playoffs, in my opinion. He's been flying all over the field. Maybe a couple sacks, maybe an interception, maybe a fumble return for a touchdown. Who knows? Um, actually, the odds have gone up. At BetMGM, you can bet on Fred Warner to win Super Bowl MVP at 200 to 1. It's gone up since I bet it. So 200 to 1. 
You won't find a better 200 to 1 bet on the board. Fred Warner, Super Bowl MVP. All right, let's get silly with it. Uh, coin flip, heads. Why? No reason. They say tails never fails, but it does when it does. I'll take coin flip heads. Please do not lay juice on the coin flip. Find a book that has uh, even money. Uh, DraftKings is one of them. Most places will do minus 105. If you bet minus 110 on a coin flip, you're the biggest idiot in the world. The bet's literally a coin flip. Find a book that has plus 100 odds on either side. I'll go heads. Why? Because I think I do every year. I'll go heads. Coin flip. I mean, there's no handicapping you can do. Um, what else we got here? Let's get into some silly ones. National Anthem, it's Reba McIntyre. Um, and I'm going to go under 1 minute and 28 seconds. Um, I think we have two instances of her singing the National Anthem at sporting events in the past. One was Game 3 of the 1997 World Series, and she sang it in 1 minute 22 seconds. Uh, and the other time was uh, at the 2017 Celebrity Hope softball game, and she sang that one in 1 minute and 19 seconds. So both instances we have of her singing the National Anthem, she has gone way under the set total of a minute and 28 seconds. So I will go under for the National Anthem. The rest of these prop bets are super silly. Um, I actually don't have as much exotic prop bets as I usually do on the Super Bowl. I didn't find a, a ton that I loved. Uh, these ones I all bet at Bet Online. I don't think regulated books have very many exotic props, um, so I have to go offshore for the for the fun, stupid ones. Um, I chose Bet Online and Bovada are the two offshore books I use and that I trust uh, for these exotic props. All of these are at Bet Online. I didn't want to do it at two separate books this time. I wish Bet Online would give me a little kickback for saying that, but what are you going to do? Here's one Bet Online has that I love. You got to lay minus 150 juice, but which Las Vegas landmark will be seen first? Not going to fit my graphic here on YouTube. Perfect. I'll just delete the second half of this question. If I can. My pick is the sphere. A minus 150. They love the sphere. The sphere. It's been all over social media this week. They put it as the 49ers helmet. They put it as the Chiefs helmet. It is the favorite at minus 150, but I can't think of another Las Vegas landmark that they would show. The other one was the uh, welcome to Las Vegas um, like billboard thing. I think that was like plus 150. That would be the other one I'd bet on. The other ones, all the rest are stupid. Like They're not going to show like the fake Eiffel Tower, which is one. They're not going to show that shit. It's either going to be welcome to Las Vegas billboard, or I think it's going to be the sphere. Minus 150. The thing is banana pants. I can't believe it exists. It looks like a Photoshop every, every time you see a picture of it. Minus 150 for the sphere. I don't know why, why it sounds so weird when I say sphere. Uh, for that to be the first Las Vegas landmark to be used. This one is one I'm going to bet on because it's going to make me feel better about it when it actually happens. And that is, this is the most obvious bet of all time. Will Kyle Shanahan's 28-3 lead be referenced at some point during the broadcast. Yes. Plus 170. Yes. Obviously, they're going to bring up the 28-3 game. He was the offensive coordinator in that one. Um, they're going to bring it up at some point. They'll also probably bring up uh, his loss to the Chiefs uh, the first time they played in the Super Bowl at Super Bowl 44. They'll bring up both. And when they bring up to 28-3, I will cry. But I will cash this plus 170 bet. 
It was like the seven year anniversary of it, uh, Monday this week. Um, I actually watched the highlights of the game. Um, I think maybe for the first time ever actually sat down and watched like the five minutes of highlights. Oh my God, man. The amount of times the Falcons could have clinched the game is unbelievable. There were so many plays, like the last two touchdowns, the, the Patriots were down 16. They had to score two touchdowns and two two-point conversions. If the Falcons even just stopped one of those two-point conversions, it would have been over. If Matt Ryan didn't get sacked after Julio Jones made the greatest catch of all time on the sideline, they would have kicked a field goal and it would have been over to reach for the Patriots. If Julian Edelman didn't make a catch that physically doesn't make sense how he made it, the, the Falcons would have won. There was like 25 plays that had to go the Patriots' way for them, for, that, for them to complete the comeback, and they did it. Even overtime, they won the coin flip, went down and scored a touchdown. If the Falcons win the coin flip, maybe they go down and score a touchdown. 20 million things had to go the Patriots' way to make the comeback, and every single one did. Ah! They'll reference 28-3 to 3 because I'm haunted by it, and I'll cash a plus 170 bet when they do. Uh, Puppy Bowl winner. Um, Bet Online has team, I don't know, I forget what the other team is, but they have one of the two Puppy Bowls set at the minus 130 favorite. I don't know if someone just knows something about the Puppy Bowl, but I'll back the underdogs. Give me Team Rough to win the Puppy Bowl at plus 110. How about that? You Have you watched the Puppy Bowl before? It's the most adorable thing you'll ever watch. So watch it, see some cute puppies playing around with some toys, and cash a plus 110 bet. Let's go Team Rough. I'm all about Team Rough. Long-time Team Rough fan over here, especially when I can get them at plus 110. Puppy Bowl winner. How about that? Usher songs. Over eight and a half Usher songs. Minus 130. I know Usher was big, like, when I was growing up. Like, I should be a big Usher guy, but I'm just not. But I can't think of very many hits that he's going to, like, play the full song. Like, I feel like Usher is a guy where he's going to, like, play 30 seconds of a song and then move on to the next one. I might be way off base in saying that, but I think we're going to see, like, 12 Usher songs. It's going to be, like, 30 seconds of each song. So I'll go over eight and a half Usher songs at minus 130. Usher's first shirt color, white, plus 250. Why? I YouTubed an Usher performance, and it was last time he performed in Las Vegas, and he was wearing a white outfit. Plus 250. Sounds good to me. Usher's first song, My Way, plus 500. Why? I looked up the set list from his last public concert he did, and he played My Way first. Do I know that song? No. But I'll bet it at 5 to 1. I mean, he's probably not going to copy his set list from what he does at actual concerts, but what else do you have to go off of? I'll go my way, plus 500, Usher, first song. And then the last prop for the prop bet extravaganza. I'm not proud of the fact that I bet on this, but I had to when I saw the odds. And once again, I actually hope I lose this bet. I want it on record. I hope I lose this bet. And I will not feel good about it if it wins. But you can bet on any current NFL player to be arrested in Las Vegas at plus 300 come on i would bet any current nfl player to be arrested any weekend at three to one let alone the super bowl in las vegas come on not cheering for this to win i hope this bet loses but if you offer me 
a bet that I think has value, I have to bet it. And I hope they get arrested for the most innocent thing of all time. I hope... What's the most innocent arrest an NFL player could be arrested for? Could you get arrested for jaywalking? Probably not. Public intoxication? I hope an NFL player gets really drunk. I hope they don't hurt anyone. I hope they're a lovely drunk. I hope they're happy. I hope they make people around them happy. But then I hope they run into a cop and the cop arrests them for public intoxication. And then they're released the next day with no other consequences. How about that? How about that? And if they do, I'll win a bet plus 300. For an NFL player to be arrested Super Bowl weekend in Las Vegas? Come on! 3-1. to one. I'm not proud of me of the bet. I'm not proud. Once again, I hope it is a victimless crime. But it's, it's, come on. How many NFL players are going to be in Vegas this weekend? 500? You're telling me one of them to get arrested at 3 to 1 odds? I have to bet that. Once again, not cheering for it. And if it does win, I hope it's a victimless crime. I hope everyone has a great time and no one hurts anyone or does anything bad while they're there. If one player gets a little bit too drunk, treats everyone around them the best they possibly can, but then they run into the, the wrong cop and the cop arrests them for public intoxication, I, I'll i win the bet. Want not rooting for that to happen. But yes, any, any NFL player to get arrested, 3-1. to one. Um, All right. This has been the Prop Bet Super Bowl 58 Prop Bet Extravaganza episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Once again, if you want my bets on uh, the side and the total, check out last week's episode. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Most likely the next episode of this version of the podcast will be out for conference tournament for uh, in March for college basketball. Um, so that'll be in around a month time. Until then, check me out on Twitter at IanMacBets. Check out... Uh, I'm going to start live streaming on Twitch on YouTube on this account. And uh, on Twitch, it's at IanMacBets. Uh, and check out Green on the Greens every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern on BetSided, YouTube, and Twitch. Thank you all so much for following along this season. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the content of, ho- of I hope you've won some money. Um, gamble or bless. Good luck with all your bets this weekend. Enjoy the game. Um, and I'll talk to you all next time. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.